I think even, by the way, the roles and responsibilities and defining that clearly for team members, it's a different way of doing things as opposed to like when you're small, everybody wears every hat, every hat's available and just do whatever you need to do. I think we're moving to some, yes, we are still small, but a little bit more structure, which will be helpful to people. And we start thinking about, okay, here's the growth path that somebody has. So that as you join us, here's how you're going to grow. Worst decisions? Oh, gosh. Back in 2006, we had this great idea of starting a digital marketing agency in VASP. We had no idea what our journey would look like and how our company would grow. In a turn of events, as if we weren't busy enough, a couple of years ago, we launched our SaaS company, ThickPi. Two companies run by a husband-wife team and stretched thin. Our life is crazier than ever. Join us every week on Boot Trapped, where we talk about running our two companies, the ups, the downs, and the lessons we learn along the way. New episode, last episode of the year. Welcome to Boot Trapped. Ayat, excited to finish 2023. I was going to say excited to finish 2024, but no, we did not start 2024 yet. No, have you been, Ayat? Good. I've been doing all right. Just a little bit under the weather, but otherwise doing okay. Yeah, I know. You've had a rough week recovering, but tell us, how's last week? What have you been up to? How is Invest doing? How are you doing? Obviously, end of the year, things slow down a lot, which is a good thing in some ways, of course. But last week, we had our company-wide meeting, which was great because that is something that we haven't had in a while. And what we typically do is we have the Invest family and the FigPi family both kind of join on the same call. And it's just nice to get everybody. We tried to do a little bit different this year where we had some icebreakers at the beginning, which was a little entertaining. And we also had the entire company wear matching shirts with the company's logos. So that was good. It was interesting and good to also give like kind of our overview of what we're planning for 2024 and the expectations and After discussing all the roles and responsibilities that we've rolled out to our team members and the new pod structures, just fermenting that a little bit further and getting everybody pumped for 2024, really. So that was great. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because I know we're talking and at least the data that we got that we haven't had a company-wide meeting in a year and something, which I completely disagree because I'm like, oh, no, I remember a couple of meetings. But anyways data sometimes. Maybe I'm always disagreeing with this. No, your memory is not accurate. But yeah, it, it was wonderful to see everybody. And I thought that the icebreakers would be corny, but I actually liked them. I didn't expect to like them. Usually I'm like, eh, no. But we got to each other a little bit more. And it's a little difficult, correct, when you have that many people. Yeah. So that's the challenge is that trying to find something that can accommodate that many people. But you know, at the same time, you want people to let loose a little during these meetings. So that's the idea. Okay. So company-wide meeting, what else? And for us, really, it's just been the continuation of this narrative discussion. What is the narrative of Invest? How does that narrative play into us retaining clients longer? How does that narrative play into new business and the type of new business that we want to drum into Invest as well? So that's been interesting. And it's been also a little bit overwhelming because there's a lot involved there. Just to build that up, and to pull in the right insights and to mine some of the data that we have. It's a big, huge undertaking. And I think we're really trying to empower the team to take lead on it. It's just seeing what people are capable of and how they're going to be able to 
look at this data and this information. And it's interesting to see how people shine through in these situations, of course. Yeah, I do think because I've been looking at some of the data because some of the data comes from FICPI. And really the analysis and the spin that Invest puts is like, oh, look at these insights and combining some of the data. I'm like, oh, I wonder if we can build this into FICPI because it's just really fascinating. Yeah, that's always it, right? Like, how can you automate something like this as well? But I have been impressed with some, like a lot of the team members who just took lead and are just pulling some things. And it's funny because you always hear that, hey, hire people who are smarter than you. And I'm like, okay, are we doing that? And sometimes you don't know. We are hiring smart people. But at the same time, it's a little tough because we are in a field where you and I have been there from the beginning. So whoever we hire is like, hey, yeah, you've been in this field, but a lot less than us. But then, especially with data and statistics and data mining, I was like, oh, I have been very impressed with some of the analysis that I'm like, this is just really cool. No, absolutely. Like I said, is that even if you've been in the field for a very long time, actually, sometimes when you're in the field for a very long time, it's hard to step out and explore. So bringing in that new blood, I think, is just it invigorates the entire company, of course. And then, of course, I think one of the big things is thinking about 2024 planning, like what's in store. All of this is, I think, tied into it. What we're talking about in terms of narrative building, how you want to target new customers, what are our ideal customers, just shaping all of that a lot more than what it was previously. It's exciting for 2024. It's daunting a little bit. I'm hopeful for what's to come. By the way, you hate it when I put you on the spot. So I'm going to tell you the questions I'm going to ask, then I'm going to give my updates. Then I'm going to ask you those questions because we are closing out the year. I am going to ask you, what do you think the best decision that you've made in 2024? And what is the worst decision that you've made? Now, continue with your update. But just know, as I'm giving my update, you're going to ignore me completely and think about the answers to those questions. But okay, what else has been going on last week at Invest? Anything else? No, I think just part of thinking about 2024, I'm also trying to solidify my role and your role within the organization. I think that's also important because that's part of our growth and our direction and our responsibilities and all that good stuff. So I think all of those are the different things that have been going on and that I've been thinking about, at least in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. And this is exciting. It's funny. We started by defining the roles for everybody in the company, the different roles. And we said there's a couple of roles that we still need to define that. But I think even more important is just to say, okay, well, Khalid, here's your role. Ayat, here's your role. Let's define that because we, we work well as a team, but sometimes we can step on each other's toes intentionally or unintentionally. Most of the time I'm stepping on your toes, not knowing that I'm doing that. So just being aware of that a little bit more. All right. How about yourself? What are some of the updates that you have? Oh, gosh. I wish I can say that I had lots of updates. Black Friday, Cyber Monday was our busy time for us. And sort of things slowed down after that. I tried to tell the team, you have December to just making sure that everything's tidy, like cleaning up some code that we've had left over from the whole year. Don't work on any new projects. Let's just use the month. Just slow down a little bit because we've been pushing really hard. The team did not really listen to me. So they picked up a whole bunch of new functionality. And I've been impressed, actually, because single sign-on is about to get rolled out completely, and we have a whole bunch of enterprise clients who are looking for that. Performance tuning, absolutely amazing. FICPI, by far, is much faster than any other platform out there, and we're going to improve its speed by about another 50%. So it's going to be fascinating as we roll that out. And then one of the things we did, which was also interesting, is we start moving some of our team members around. So we've had some developers who are basically focused on front end and some developers who are working on back end. 
And we said, you know what, let's kind of change things for them just to give them new experience, new knowledge and, and whatnot. I wasn't sure. Usually if you're a backend developer, you don't really like front end and vice versa. I used to be a backend developer. I absolutely hated working on anything front end, like with a passion. As much as I enjoyed working on a database or something in the back end, you tell me work on a screen, I just get depressed because I knew how much time I will waste on it and not get it right. But so that's what I walked into this experiment with. And it's been proven completely wrong, my assumption, because they absolutely love that. So you're getting more full stack developers, which is excellent. Outside of this, really, a lot of 2024 planning around marketing, sales, new features that we're going to be rolling out. And then... Some last minute contract negotiations for FigPi. That has been interesting. We don't report to somebody. So to me, end of year is not a whole lot different than the beginning of the year, than like in a kind of mid year. But of course, to our customers, no, it's a little bit different. Some people have some budget left over. So they're trying to spend it. And it's funny because some people are trying to spend their budget, but they're trying to twist your arm and they're like, Oh, you have to give us a discount. I'm like, no, I don't really have to. As a matter of fact, like we're doing well. I've had a couple of customers who basically sent us contracts and they said, hey, here's how we agree. And some of the terms, I'm like, oh, we can't do that. It's just not something that FigPi will do, not something that any other platform will do. I'm going back and forth via email with them, jumping on the phone, trying to finalize all those details. That was my... So Ayat, getting back to you. I don't know if we were going to say big lessons. I don't know if you thought about my question. The best decision, worst decision that you've made in 2020. I think it's hard to figure out, especially like the worst decision I made. Like many worst decisions. There's a lot of decisions that I regret. I mean, I think a lot of last year, I would say 2023 was sometimes just poor hires and not trusting my gut. I just don't trust it enough and I should. And I always regret that because I always have a feeling yeah. about certain things. And I continue to just say, oh, we need it. Da, da, da. Like I'll give excuses of why. But then it just ends up fizzling and being like a big disaster. So that I think maybe could be one of the regrets. Can I comment on that one? Completely agree with you. We've had some poor hires. And that's always, you're wasting time and money and energy and all that. But to me, the positive side of this, and I guess this is the way we learn, is like as we made some of those poor hiring decisions and, and they became a lot more expensive because we we're hiring a lot more senior people, it helped really define the person that we're looking for. And I'm like, oh, that helped me break through some mental barriers that I've had. I'm like, okay, I've already made the decision to do this. Okay, that eases me into making other decisions. Yeah, yeah, it was painful. And it was funny because it was also a learning experience. And I guess one of the good decisions that we did was that we decided to hire a, a business coach finally, which has been something that we've talked about for a very long time and never did. And I think it's a good progress that you're trying to make that positive progress. You're trying to become more accountable. I think that's excellent. And I think it really helped us even become a lot more accountable for certain decisions. But going back to the business coach, that was one of the first things that we laid out is that even our process that we thought was ironclad for hiring had so many holes in it. And after going through that and discussing that, we recognized, oh, wow, no wonder. Perhaps if we had done this more, we would have had better hires. Again, it's all about that learning process and that growth process, that willingness to identify the weak areas and grow. So I guess those would be my two things, like my bad decision and the good decision. How about for you? It's funny because I think the good decisions are also around hiring. I do think some of the kind of more senior hires that we've made are interesting. So the business coach, definitely Omar. We should definitely invite Omar to on the podcast, by the way, and interview him because he's been very helpful, instrumental 
and the growth that we've had. Hiring a CFO, fractional CFO, that has been helpful as well. Looking at, okay, here's the financial health of the organization. So that was really good. I think even, by the way, the roles and responsibilities and defining that clearly for team members, it's a different way of doing things as opposed to like when you're small, everybody wears every hat, every hat's available and just do whatever you need to do. I think we're moving to some, yes, we are still small, but a little bit more structure, which will be helpful to people. And we start thinking about, okay, here's the growth path that somebody has. So that as you join us, here's how you're going to grow. Worst decisions? Oh, gosh. We've experimented with a couple of marketing channels that's proved to be wasteful. We probably, oh man, this is for us, maybe we spent thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 on marketing. That was not really very helpful. Now, I can always use thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000, but I guess that's marketing, correct? You experiment, you learn, and then we've learned many things. And then I would say, and I'm mixing kind of the good lessons, bad lessons. I think some of the partnerships that are starting to grow this year are also fascinating. We have partner in the Middle East and the Middle region. We're going to have some partners here in the U.S. Those are early discussions, promising discussions, but they'll be interesting as well. Okay, so we'll talk about the big lessons also from last week. Anything big that comes to your mind? I was going to say that sometimes time off is good for the health and mind. Obviously, having those slower weeks, I think it really helps. Like just helps you think a little bit more, helps you kind of plan. It's underrated, but I know that even for you, sometimes you block off time just to think. It really is. It's very important to have that time to just sit and think and mull over and try to write down some and jot down some of your ideas. And then I was going to say, I'd like to, and this is maybe not a big lesson, but I'm trying to get to the point where we will be more reflective and not reactionary. For many years in our company, we've always been putting out fires and it would be very nice to get to the point where we have metrics and we know and we understand and we see how clients are doing rather than just reacting and trying to fix things at stages where you can't even fix them. Yep. How about you? Yeah. So interesting, by the way, because I used to have those times blocked off, but that has been removed from my calendar for the last couple of months because we went through just crazy growth period, correct? Between the hiring and refreshing so many different things that I just got a lot busier than I like. So I'm hoping next year or weeks, I go back to stabilizing, getting time to think. I went on a trip to see some friends and I haven't seen some of them in 22 years. We went to college together and it was just really nice catching up, seeing where everybody is and then really having that kind of time off just to think through where we're at, what do we need to do. I'd love to get to the point where you and I can do that more regularly. Of course, we can always do that. We just have to make the decision. Okay, here, we're going to do this for two, three days and then just figure out the logistics around that. So that's one of the, one of the big things. And I think like the other thing that's going to be interesting, talked about lessons that we have is the value of defining responsibilities clearly. So people know exactly what's expected of them. They know the rules that they should play by. I think of it as almost like you're driving on a highway and here, Maybe the speed limits. You don't want to get ticket without having any speed limits. Hey, you never told me that the speed limit is 60. Why not go at, at 80 or vice, vice versa? There's a lot. I think this year has been just wonderful, challenging. I'm excited for 2024. I have, we're going to take next week off. So how about another week after that? Big plans as we start 2024. We're going to go back to regular work because it's been a little bit sporadic in these past couple of weeks finalize the details with the team. There's a lot finalized between revamping our briefs, revamping certain documentation, creating like a data bank. 
There's a lot. And then getting the pods more structured. I've already talked about it. It's just now seeing it in action. Set kind of some meetings with the team to hold them accountable for their pods. Just looking forward to seeing how things play out. I think it'll be interesting in beginning of 2024, but we'll see how everything plays out. How about you? Looking at sales and marketing and how those will kick in. There are lots of plans there. I think everybody's excited. I'm a little anxious and I'm usually not very anxious, but this time I'm like, okay, because there are just a lot going on. I was talking to Simba who runs our marketing and our marketing team seems small, but really, if you think about all the different people, we have people for podcasting, we have people for audio, we have people for video, we have for design, we have for content, we have internal team members. I'm like, okay, this is a little overwhelming with everything that is going on. But when it starts ticking, it's really just really is, is wonderful. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out, but that's really what I'm going to be focused on in January, I think. So we shall see. Everyone, thank you for listening to Bootstrap. Thank you for joining us on this journey in 2023. We hope that you have great holidays. You enjoy yourself, spend some time with friends and family, and we shall come back again in 2024. Until next time. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode from Bootstrap. If you learned something new from this podcast or got some useful insights, we would really appreciate it if you leave us a review. Until next time.